This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So do you ever feel like you just don't know what pictures you have best represent you? Yeah. Do you ever like any pictures of yourself? Eh. Do you ever wish that you had artificial intelligence to tell you which mm. pic- which pictures were the best that of you sure. that you have? Well, now, hear me out. Okay. Tinder. What? <laughs> Tinder, the dating app, is working on integrating AI to help you look to. It's going to use AI. The the Tinder, the app, the dating app is going to look through your photo album and tell you which five pictures are the best ones for your profile. Wow. (laughs) I think I know which picture it's going to pick for some people. What do you think about that? Um, if you're indecisive, I think that could be really good. Try to help you out a little bit. I, I really love how AI is in everything now. Even it Tinder. It really is. Even dating apps, because there's a bunch of them, and they're all basically the same, from what I can tell. Um, I did not know this, but in the little bit of research I did, apparently Tinder has more than 75 million active users. Holy moly. Active. So probably... A bunch of others that are inactive or not being used, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. And I also feel like AI could be used also for matchmaking. On top of that, it could get better at that. The more Probably. interest that you can put in there. I mean, pictures of yourself, that's one thing. That's a start. But then it could go to the next step and like it really set you up because like matchmaking has been a thing for a while where, Oh, you're like a hundred percent match. Like y'all are perfect, but you know, may not work out, but I think AI it could be used in that case to at least get similar interests. Yeah. I didn't yeah. say I was going to go this episode without using any AI topics. Yeah, I didn't either. Cause um, I think I have uh, at least one. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah, I'm not going to promise that. Um, on the same note, um, I don't know if the, I don't think this is an AI thing, but in this same article I saw, um, where Bumble, which is another dating app because they're all, like I said, basically the same. Yeah. Um, it's another one of those swipe left, swipe right type of dating apps. Um, no, it says here it did, it does use AI currently. Bumble currently uses AI, uh, mm. to detect unsolicited, naughty images um to help combat cyber flashing uh that makes sense yeah Yeah. i feel like this term ai just recently has been used more and more and more but it's kind of been around because i think they're just changing the name of it i'm sure that's been a thing for a long time but just as this technology gets better it's 
able to be more effective. And everyone's just changing the name. Like, oh, we have AI, just to sound like they're up to date and cool. But Yeah, how much of it is you know, AI versus just the functionality of a program? I feel like a lot of it, especially for something like that, is just basically a, a programming. More like could be more like machine learning stuff where you train it to pick up on like what you're saying naughty images or something like that that way it can basically learn and like every time that it sees that it just gets rid of it so imagine being the programmer um that got to program <laughs> That's the first thing i thought <laughs> i wasn't gonna say it but you did <laughs> yeah well of course I so, <laughs> someone's gonna like, program that so who's going to program oh, this thing no. to detect certain <laughs> images and who's going to tell it, who's going to teach this computer program what that type of image consists of? Yeah. Wow. So, thought that was a great one to start with. What do you got? Well, I'm just going to keep it on the AI note because I think this is the only AI story I have. So let's just get her out there. Um. Actually, maybe it's not. No, it's definitely not. Anyway, let's just start it off with this one, though. Um, so Meta, I talked about their llama, whatever. Um, well, now they're going to have AI-powered chatbots like what we use for ChatGPT. But they are going to have different personas, so different personalities um, that you are going to be interacting with. And let me see if I can find the example that they used well snapchat has something similar and i don't ever use that little dude that just stays at the top of my friends yeah, list. i don't like him that guy's annoying mm -hmm. he doesn't know anything he doesn't know he's anything. basically an artificial emotional support ai mm -hmm. yeah this says it will take on different personas including which who knows if this is true but including one that advises users on travel plans in the style of a surfer. Another that speaks like Abraham Lincoln. So you have these different chatbots that will have different personas that you're talking to. I feel like that's a very meta thing to do. It is. Give it its own personality. What do you think about... I was thinking about this in the shower today. Um... <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, I know. I was thinking about AI dominating the world, as I normally do in the shower. But what I was thinking about was, why, why is it that all these companies are trying to make AI so human-like? It's so, it's just, I don't want to just say it's like re replacing something. In some sense it is, but it's just trying to mimic it to the point to where you can't really like tell like that snapchat bot he's a complete idiot but you kind of feel bad if you like say something mean to him you know what i mean like yeah like part of you is just like it's not nice to talk that way even though it's just an ai because it talks like a human does it interacts with you and it says things in a way that's human-like but it's it's not. Oh, I'm trying know. to get him to uninstall. Like, yeah. I, 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 <laughs> just trying to make him mad. <laughs> yeah. No. no, I get what you're saying. Because on the surface level, the way everything's laid out, um, there's no visual difference between him and a real mm -hmm. person. Right. 
You yeah. see the same animations. You see the same little uh, what they call it, bitmoji, like peeking up whenever somebody's typing and all that. Uh, there's no visual difference, so it it feels like you're talking to a real person. They even gave him his own bitmoji. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all there. Um, probably to seem less scary. Yeah. Or less less of a, a foreign concept. Yeah, I get that, and. I was also thinking about that aspect, but even like when they're building, have you seen like this robot and they, they put like a human face on it and um, they asked it some question and, and I think they plan later to take over the world. Yeah. That question. And then yeah. it gave like a little like side eye. Did you see that? No, apparently they said it wasn't real that it didn't give an actual side eye or whatever, but it it's, it basically had some kind of snarky remark and then it like gave like a little side eye. Like, I don't know. It's just creepy. It's just creepy when you make something that's not human and then you just stick a human face on it, give it two limbs and now it's stronger than you, faster than you, smarter than you. It's like, hold on. You know, it's, I don't know. Or will it be like a Star Wars thing where humans and robots live in harmony? It could be. Yeah. I think what's going to end up happening is it's going to be used for war. They're going to have an AI robot replacing soldiers. Just hear me out. I think that's the first thing governments are going to want to do. Probably already been working on that. I'm sure. Anyway. If they are, they... Surely haven't told us. Yeah. All right. Go what about you? Here's my other story. So on top of the nothing phone, nothing phone two mm. that we talked about uh, a couple episodes ago, uh, apparently they're going to be releasing earbuds and a smartwatch earbuds under its smartwatch. new budget line. Yeah, which I think they already had earbuds and... Mm. I don't think they had a watch before. I think they did have uh, a first generation of earbuds. But they are launching a new budget line um, called CMF. I don't know what CMF stands for. I could not figure that out. But apparently, um, as you know, Nothing Phone is always design-focused, design-centric. It's not really meant to be a, a flagship type of smartphone like a Samsung or an iPhone or anything. Yeah. But um, even though it's technically budget by comparison to those, uh, it's still like $500, $600, if not oh, more, wow. for the phone. Um, so now I think they're going to start putting a, a bigger focus on their budget, more budget-friendly than that, So, which is why they're launching CMF. Okay. Um, so what what do you what do you think about that? Is there a is there a place for more smartwatches and smart earbuds from a company that nobody's heard of? Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at pictures of it right now because I, I figured they would go with their like transparent design, which is what really makes them stick out. Um, which is why I love the the nothing phone. Like I think it's a really cool concept, even though, like you said, most people probably haven't heard of them. But I'd be curious to see what they do with it to make it, you know, unique. Um, if it can flash and, and do certain notifications similar to like what the Nothing phone does, that would be cool. It needs to have something, though, that can kind of tie you together. If you have the Nothing watch, you're going to want to get the Nothing phone. 
I feel like that's what Apple does and a lot of companies do to try to get you hooked into the product. But honestly, I feel like it's just difficult for any company to to get into a space like this, especially for the watch. Um, I know you said the phone was like 500 or 600. Do you, do you have a price on the, on the watch or even an idea? Okay. Uh, no, but it's supposed to come out later this year. Mm. Their earbuds. I almost got, I thought about doing that, but I think the active noise cancellation just wasn't quite as good as the Apple AirPods. And I thought, well, I got an iPhone. Let me just go with the AirPods. Even though I thought the design of it was really cool. So I don't know. I really like the company from everything that I've seen them do. It's really unique. And there's not a lot of that nowadays. Everything looks the same. And this is different. Yeah. And apparently um, the CEO, um, his former company is OnePlus. Did you know that? Oh, really? No, I didn't. Yeah. Yep. Huh. Uh, apparently, uh, OnePlus was his former company. Uh, his name is, uh, let's see, Carl Pie, P-A, P-E-I, however you pronounce that. Hmm. P. Hey, I don't know. Carl, yeah. Carl P. Yeah, that's cool. I, I really hope that they, they can stick around and not just get dominated by some of the other companies because it's pretty cool stuff. Yeah, I just, I don't know if there's a, market for it yeah i know what you mean what's what's their end goal here to be the next apple with their own ecosystem are they going to start launching computers and apple tv i don't know i i hope a laptop by them would look really cool yeah all their products laptop yeah that'd be sick because if transparency is their whole thing um transparent earbud case would probably be nasty like just a bunch of earwax in there yeah, yeah. But a transparent watch. Actually, actually, that would be pretty cool. You imagine a transparent Apple Watch? That would be sick. Yeah. You see all the components. Yeah, and with that, one thing that I don't think a lot of people realize, it takes, especially for, for like a, an earbud or even a phone, you have to be so careful when you're manufacturing them. You have to be very precise because you can't have any just loose cables or like, ah, that looks good enough. Like if that's your whole thing, it, it takes a lot more like effort and you have to really make sure that it looks okay. So it's a lot that goes into it, which kind of worries me, but I hope they stick around. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Um, and I've been looking here while we've been talking. I cannot find a price point for the watch but the phone the nothing phone 2 is 599 um and the nothing nothing ear one the first generation of their earbuds was 99 dollars only 99 dollars wow is yeah that's not bad um there you go just looking at them like i definitely with all the apple products i have i have to have airpods like that just makes sense Mm mm-hmm but like I'm using them right now for this call and I'm using it on my Mac. And the reason that the camera looks half decent is because I'm using an Apple iPhone. Yeah. Um, and zoom down facing camera. quality a ton, <laughs> but yeah, um, um just yeah, this is iPhone. not my laptop. No, this is not my laptop camera. If it was, this would look a lot worse. Mm-hmm. 
just I have these Apple earbuds that are wireless and they sound good and they have noise cancellation. So I'm on this call and then I'm using my iPhone as the camera and then I'm using the reason I'm able to do both of those things is because I'm using my MacBook and um, I can still get text messages and check the time for our recording on my watch. Yeah, it's all it's all the same company. It's it's, it's all integrated. I look across. I have a Apple TV and an Apple HomePod. Um, yeah, it never ends. It's a whole. At what point cycle. do you do you think you have a problem? <laughs> uh, when everything around you is made by the same company, and that's yeah. just my stuff. Uh huh. And then there's me. Oh, what else? Like yeah. whenever we and go there's... to like a coffee shop and all like just a couple of us, we all have an iPhone, a MacBook, an Air AirPods, Apple Watch. Yeah, if we ever go to work um, on podcast stuff, we'll airdrop stuff to each other just because yep. that's AirDrop. the quickest way to do it without losing quality. Yeah, that's pretty just crazy. Just easier. Oh, uh, what yeah. else? And then there's CarPlay that I have on my uh, oh, yeah. car's radio. That's another aspect. So everybody's got yeah. their own set of Apple products. I'm just thinking, I'm going through all the products right now in our family alone. It's just all synced together. It's mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, and two, I want to mention one thing. Uh, the quality of this, we experimented a little bit, and we're going to try something in the future to try to up the quality a little bit because, like I said, we are using iPhones to record this, but if you've seen really good iPhone footage, it looks better than this, and that's just because Zoom is downgrading the quality so much, but hopefully soon we'll have something figured out when... Yeah, and you'll also hear like audio dropouts, I'm sure, um, but once we kind of get some some better internet, um, then we'll actually be able to have some, I would hope, some pretty crisp audio and video. So, but anywho, um, I got another thing to mention. So, this is just a short little story, but I thought this was cool. So, Meta, with their VR headset, they are teaming up with the UFC to to be able to watch UFC fights in 4K 180 degrees so you can watch the match nice. as as if you were like standing right on the cage. I like that a lot. <laughs> I do too. I thought that, that was like amazing. A crazy like two companies that don't really seem to go together but they paired up in a really interesting way. Well, I could see the UFC being down to do that. Like if oh, you yeah. start trying to get it with um basketball, baseball, football, those are some big brands and that have been doing things a very traditional way for a long time. I mean, even yeah. on the awkward tapes when we were talking about AI with uh, baseball, replacing the umps, um, it's just a hot topic. But UFC, I feel like th- that's probably going to be an easier uh, way to integrate that. Yeah, because it, it's not really like there's like that that many cameras that you would really need you only need like one maybe to it would be better if it could kind of switch depending on what side of the cage they're at but really you could just have one and mm. and you look around and you're watching it like kind of like you're there that's kind of the the whole idea it just just to give you a little bit more of an immersive experience here's another story i got for you so ai going back to that YouTube is trying to use AI to summarize videos for you. So kind of help you decide whether or not you want to to watch the video. So if you got like a 20 minute video and you kind of want to have a really quick summary, 
they're trying to, they're experimenting with this to make it to where AI will auto generate YouTube video summaries. So what do you That'll think be really that? helpful because there's yeah. some how to's that are really, really helpful. Um, but they end up being like 43, 44, 45 minutes long. And what they could have told me could have been consolidated to five minutes. All right. Yeah. I feel like this could be the, the only hiccup that I see in this is creators getting upset that all the information just gets shown to them um, quickly and concisely. And then they don't need to watch your whole video that has all the ads. And then the creators don't get ad revenue. Mm. So I can see how that could be a problem, but it's all up to how they're going to implement it. Well, also YouTube can do whatever they want. We've established that oh, as long yeah. as they're the reigning high in the hierarchy um, of uploaded videos, they can pretty much just do whatever they want with ads and ad time. And now it sounds like this. Mm -hmm. it'll, it'll be really helpful in how to videos, but if it's a cinematic, like I'm thinking of like tech reviewers, if it's a very highly produced, scripted, cinematic video, yeah, that's going to be very frustrating. Yeah, especially when they have put in a lot of time into that and kind of rely on some of that. That yeah. could that could be a little bit of a problem, but it, at least on some videos it would be helpful. Oh, yeah. With how-to videos, that would be amazing. Yeah. Because there's people with a lot of really good knowledge, um, but video editing and speaking are not some of them. Yeah. So... Yeah, that, that would be helpful. Um, another point, I just got a, like a couple of rapid fire things. Uh, Want to get your impressions? We could do like a little speed round because I got a bunch of little ones. So now Twitter blue subscribers, they can actually hide their blue check marks. Did you hear about this? Like if you, want, you to, want to, I have no idea, but it's now an option for people. If you, I, Maybe if you're embarrassed. You don't want to say that you're a Twitter blue supporter. You don't want to support Twitter or X now. So, but you secretly want it and need it so you can edit tweets and get prioritized, you know, prioritized in the feed and and all of that. You can pay for it, but then hide it so no one knows. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> um, I just noticed on my uh, on my phone the uh, Twitter logo and. Yeah, the Twitter app just recently got renamed and rebranded. So I guess that effect has taken place. But when yep. um, I have face ID on my iPhone, so I can tap the screen. But if I'm not looking at it, it's not going to open. It just says the name of the app. It still says Twitter for me. It says the name of the app Twitter, but it has the yeah. X logo mm -hmm. on a notification on my home screen. Uh, but if I look at it, it just replaces it with whatever the subject of the tweet is or, or who it's from, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's not a tweet anymore. It's just a post. They've changed all that. There's no retweet. It's just repost. And a tweet is now a post. Now it's just generic, which was the downside of this. Like, I, I get Take the, all the rebrand. personality out of it. Yeah. Now, now there's no... Off. There's, there's nothing that made it so unique. The same way we talk about Google and and Twitter when we tweet something, you have that vocabulary that helps keep your brand alive. I saw one thing. This is an absurd number, but um, some professionals 
that analyze like brands, whatever this means. But but they said that they could lose four to twenty billion dollars just in brand change because they got rid of the name of Twitter. I don't know if that's true. That that's just an estimate, but yeah. I don't know. I still have mixed feelings about that. We talked about that last week, but anyway. Yeah. Well, I was watching a episode of the show Community. It was one of the later seasons, which is kind of uh-huh. recent. I don't know why I was watching the later seasons because they're kind of trash, but they mentioned Twitter and tweeting and all that stuff. And I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, wow, this is now dated. Right. This is very dated now. Yeah. And, it, and it's it just going to look worse yeah. the more time passes. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me misses that and, and wish wishes that they didn't do it or Elon didn't do it. But I also get why he did it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I still at the same time, a, there's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, I still don't have like a strong opinion either way because it's just I don't know. I think it looks cool, but it's also it does sad. But it's also like rest in peace to wherever that blue bird is buried. Yeah. Um. Did you hear about Facebook and Instagram? They are blocking or Canada is actually blocking the news um, from Facebook and Instagram. So I don't want to get political. We're not going to do it. But they are, a lot lot of people are upset because a lot of their news stories and accounts that are posting all these different news stories, uh, it's now blocked because of just some new like laws that are in Canada. So now if you are on Facebook or Instagram, all of these different things people aren't able to see anymore. So there's a lot of people that have been really upset about that because for some people, that's how they get their news, all their news, whether it's just normal news, maybe some tech news or political news. Now on these social medias, you can't see that if you're in Canada. And I don't really think it's the fault of meta. I mean, I don't want to just go crazy. Um, I don't know too much about it, but yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that people can't see it there. So, man, leave it to Canadians. Leave it to the Canadians. Um, so, one more thing. Instagram is working on labels to help identify if content is generated by AI. So, we've talked about before the concerns about how are we even going to be able to tell anymore if something is real or not real? Because AI photos that they used to not look that great. Like you could, if you zoom in on certain parts of like their hands or their eyes, it may not look quite right, but as time has gone on, photos look a lot more realistic. Videos look very realistic as well. So people can't tell. Well, just in the same way that AI is getting better at making those videos, it's also getting better at identifying if the video is real or not. So glad to see someone out there is trying to figure out ways to label things. So it's just a simple label. When you see something, it's trying to let you know that, hey, what you just saw wasn't necessarily real. It was AI generated. I still think there's going to be some shall we say advanced in years older Instagram users that are not going to look for that label or know what it means. Yeah. You're not wrong. 
<laughs> or I can see a lot of content being mislabeled one way or another, whether it is and it doesn't get labeled or it's not and it does. So they're using AI to figure out what images and videos are AI. Yeah, and so right now I see this all the time, but if you're about to watch a video, especially on Instagram, all the time it'll say like, hey, this video is incorrect. We fact-checked it, and it's wrong. You see those little fact-checking things? Labels everywhere, right? Well, it basically is similar to that. It pops up a message that says in this example image generated by meta ai so i guess if meta created it and then it explains what the ai is and then how to know when posts are used by ai but it should identify certain posts which has been that's probably been my biggest concern one of my biggest concerns with ai has just been how lifelike things can get on the internet and then you don't even know if something's real anymore, like I could make it look like you robbed a convenience store. And how would we know if I just, you know, just use some AI and now Presley goes to prison for, you know, a couple of years. Yeah. When in reality, I, I did it all along. <laughs> yeah. You did it in the first place, but Hey, now you have someone to help get you out. You can say it was just made by AI. There you go. So smart. All right. You got anything else? No, that's it for me. All right, same here. Thank you all for watching. We had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we'll figure it out in the in the future. We're getting some some better internet, and things will improve over time. Thanks for bearing with us, as they say. Thank you all for watching. Bye. See ya.